if you wish, you can make me clean. Good morning, Christian America. These are the words that the leper says when he comes to Jesus, begging on his knees, pleading with our Lord, make me clean, heal me, make me better. With everything that's going on in our lives today, how many of us have that same fervor, have that same passion, have that same zeal to actually be cleansed of their sins, to actually put themselves on a path towards a successful Christian life, one with abundance and all that is to offer in Jesus Christ. Let's talk about that this morning as we get our week started off right. Let's get right down to it. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here, as always, representing the Christian American revitalization effort. That is the Christian American community, the Christian American t-shirt company, ChristianAmericanTees.com. It's this podcast, the Good Morning Christian America podcast, where we come to you and try to provide you guys some inspiration, information, and education on what really matters in life, what scripture has to tell us, and what issues affect Christians across this great land. So it's in that light that we come to you this Monday as we come to you every Monday and every Friday on this podcast. And we'd like to thank you guys for, for tuning in, those watching right now, and then those that will watch this uh, later on on social media or our YouTube channel, the Good Morning Christian America YouTube channel. Um, please subscribe, please share, please uh, comment and provide questions or commentary, what you like, what you dislike, what you agree or what you disagree. Conversation and debate around scripture, conversation and debate around you know, the role of, of faith in our life is necessary. Conversation and debate around the works of Jesus and doing good works. Um, they have a place in our lives. This idea that we can't discuss and possibly uh, have different opinions on the, the meaning behind some of the actions, some of the words that are provided to us in scripture, for, for whatever reason, that's just false. The, from the very inception, from the time of the apostles, after Jesus's ascension, the, the early church had conversations, they had debates, they had fallouts, they had arguments over what does uh, the role of the church play in our lives, in our lives individually, uh, in our lives collectively. What are we supposed to be doing? What did Jesus mean when he said this? Peter, what did your vision of the sheep with all animals uh, and with the with the Lord saying to go eat, what, what does it mean when a vision of our Lord appeared to Peter and told him to go to Cornelius, told him to go to the Gentiles outside of the Jewish community and baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. What does it mean when, what did it mean when our Christ appeared to Paul and told him to, uh, to, to go to the Gentiles, to not be afraid and to preach the things that he preached and to make believers of the people he made believers, right? There was con there was conflict and conversation in the church from the very beginning. So this idea that we have to, you can't question someone else's interpretation or someone else's idea of passage, that's just false first and foremost. And so we welcome that here. But what should not take place is we should not change scripture. 
We should not change the Word of God because the Word of God does not change. We should not change it to fit our understandings or our beliefs or our agenda or our ideology. So that's one of the reasons we come to you at least once a week, and we're going to start coming to you here on Monday, on the Monday podcast, that we bring you Scripture verbatim. You know, Scripture exactly uh, as it as it is written, so that we cannot debate on what's actually being said. We cannot debate on what actually is being done in Scripture, what is actually being provided to us, the words that Jesus spoke, the acts that Jesus did, and his and the follow-on apostles, which led to the beginning and the foundation of the church. Right? These things are indisputable. These things we shouldn't argue about because it's a very simple. Uh, a simple way to solve that, which is what we try to do here, which is bring scripture to you verbatim. And and so it's in that light that we want to come to you today. And we're going to continue down our journey through the gospel of Mark. We're still in Mark chapter one. Today, we're going to talk about the cleansing of the leper. And what does it mean? Yeah, we're going to explain to you and read to you exactly what took place, what Jesus did, what the leper's response, both before his encounter with Jesus during his encounter with Jesus, and then after his encounter with Jesus. And what does that mean? What does that mean for our lives? And 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 can we relate to to this feeling? Can we relate into, uh, in, into what this leopard who's hurting physically, mentally, psychologically, you can almost feel it as you read through the scripture. And so we're going to bring that to you right now. If you turn to your Bibles, the book of uh, Mark chapter one, we're going to start on verse 40. And it says, a leper came to him and kneeling down, begged him and said, if you wish, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I do will it be made clean. The leprosy left him immediately and he was made clean. Then warning him sternly, he dismissed him at once. He said to him, see that you tell no one anything, but go show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing what Moses prescribed. That will be proof for them. The man went away and began to publicize the whole matter. He spread the report abroad so that it was impossible for Jesus to enter a town openly. He remained outside in deserted places, and people kept coming to him from everywhere. So there you have it. This is the portion of scripture that, that we've just read to you. We've shown it to you. We've read it to you. And we're going to talk about it so that we can kind of understand what this means, what it can mean for you personally, for us collectively as Christians the power of Jesus, the, the, the power that lies within having faith in Jesus. So we can relate, if you're honest, you can relate to this, to this leper because you too are fallen, you too are frail, you too fail constantly as I do, as we all do. The difference between Christians and and those who are not is that we recognize our fallen nature. We know the history of fallen man. We, 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 we recognize the sins that we portray outwardly and then even those that we 
keep to ourselves inwardly. And so leprosy is, is, is a disease that obviously is portrayed outwardly. And so many people are at this time were scared of lepers. It was uh, seen as a curse that was cast upon you for sins that you have, may have committed, maybe that people did not know, but it was, it, it was shown through your skin. It was shown through outwardly. And so, you know, that's the context of this leper, this outcast from society being shunned by his community, coming to him on bended knee, begging Jesus that, Lord, you can heal me. You can cleanse me if you will it. You can make me clean. That's us. It should be us. We have, we, we have no matter who you are, you have been outcast from some sort of society at some point in time, maybe as a child, maybe as an adult, maybe right now. People who don't agree with your beliefs, especially if you are a diehard Christian, especially if you put Christ at the forefront of your life, especially if you're a Jesus freak like I claim to be, like my shirt right here says quite clearly, you, you can be ostracized from your community. And that's a sad thing. That's not a good thing, it, but it, it is reality from time to time. And so we can, we can fall outside the good graces of our community for various reasons. Now, when we do so because of a sinful nature, because we've committed adultery or because we've, uh, you know, committed acts of physical violence or because we've called names or cast aspersions or gossiped about people who then found out whatever the case may be we have sinned and we are dirty and the only person that can cleanse us of those sins is jesus and so the leper in this passage gives us an example of how we can incorporate uh, the the repentant nature how we can incorporate you know our humility, his humility in our lives by getting on our knees and begging Jesus to make us clean. And if we do that, if we are able to recognize him for the power that he has, if we are able to humble ourselves and as he calls us to, as scripture numerous and numerous uh, occasions tells us to, what does Jesus do? Well, if, it, if he follows the same pattern as this passage shows us, he will be moved with pity because we are sinners, because we are all are fallen people. And he will stretch out his hand. He will touch us in our lives and he will make us clean. This is what scripture tells us. This is what this passage explains to us. This is exactly what Jesus does. Our hope is that we mean it as sincerely as this leopard mean, meant it and that God would recognize that and act in the same manner towards us as he did towards that leper, which is having mercy on us, granting us his unending grace and that he would make us clean so that we can reunite with our community so that we can be, um, so we can come together with those whom we love. We can be united in Christ, getting rid of all the dirt that made us unclean and cleansing us so that we can be reintegrated back into a Christian society because that is 
how we prosper the most collectively. It goes on to say that, you know, the response of the leper after being cleansed by Christ, as we hope you are, as we try to be, asking for forgiveness, seeking repentance, and then being cleansed inside as well as outwardly. Jesus tells him, tell nobody about this, but he can't help it. As you shouldn't be able to help it either. I know I can't help it, which is why I'm on this podcast and why I know so many evangelicals, people that are touched by Christ, that have been healed inside, that are constantly striving to be better Christians, recognizing the power that Jesus has to heal and make our lives better. It is an urgently hard task to keep that to yourself. Because when we see the world that's suffering, we see people that we love that are suffering, when we see a, a society that has gone awry, we have the answer. This leper has the answer. It is Jesus. He proved it by healing him. And so now he felt the responsibility to bring the name of Jesus to all he encounters. I'd ask that if Jesus has healed you, that you preach his name to all that you encounter. That is the excitement. That is the jubilation that Jesus healing you should bring to you. It should bring you an uncontrollable urge to spread his name, to speak his name, to announce his healing power to all you meet and to all you encounter. If we can do this, if we can publicize as this leopard has, as this leper has, the power and the healing nature, the loving nature, the nature of mercy and grace that our Lord and Savior not only has, but that he demonstrates, that he provides to us. This world could be a much brighter, a much safer, a much kinder place to live. And that is something that we should all strive for. So this passage, I think, cuts quite clearly shows us and demonstrates not only the power of Jesus, but that the faith in the power of Jesus, the faith in Jesus himself can literally cleanse us of our sins. He can literally cleanse us of what ails us, of our sicknesses that either we see or do not see. And that once we do, we can be reintegrated with our family, in Christ and our society. And if we all did that, if we all sought that, how much better would our community be? And so with that, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes today's podcast. We try not to take up too much of time, 15, 20 minutes or so here on the podcast. If you like what you do and, and uh, 
we'd ask that you share it with your friends, that you, you would post it on social media, that you would like and subscribe to both the social media pages as well as the podcast itself. And that could be anywhere that they have podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, or the Good Morning Christian America YouTube channel. The podcast itself has grown 75% over the last 12 months. So we are totally, totally excited about that. We have well over 13,000 followers on Facebook. Facebook. We have another, you know, 7,000 plus followers on, on the newly minted parlor platform. And so the community of believers, the Christian American community is alive and well and continuing to grow, continuing to gain recognition each and every day we don't seek recognition for us but we seek recognition for jesus and the more people that we can that we can gather the more people that we can engage the more people that we can introduce or even reintroduce the name of jesus to the better off the community will be the better off the people will be the better off our nation will be the better off our entire world will be and that is the goal of the christian american revitalization effort so don't ever back down from a challenge don't ever take off the full armor of god don't ever uh cow down bow down kneel down for anyone except our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and that's what we encourage you to do today so be inspired be encouraged God is with you he is the ultimate healer he can put us uh, on a path towards an abundant and righteous life uh, and in that name that we pray Jesus Christ and so with that ladies and gentlemen until Friday when we come to you probably with some news of the week to, 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 to keep you up to date on what's happening around our nation uh, in, during uh, concerning issues of uh, Christians across this nation. We will see you there on Friday, same time, same channel, same podcast, uh, same social media platform. Please tune in, please subscribe, please share with your friends and engage. That's how we build and grow this community. And until then, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning. Christian America.